Conversations, a radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you the experts who share their progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I am honored to bring these experts to you. Today on our show, we have Mirtha Solis of Blue Lotus Training and Consulting right here in Minneapolis. Mirtha is a transformational life coach who specializes in assisting clients to get to the root of their issues and make profound, long-lasting change. Welcome to the show, Mirtha. Thank you so much, Candy. I so appreciate you having me on it. Well, we are glad to have you here today. So before we delve into everything that you do, I always like to ask people to just kind of introduce themselves to our listeners and share with us kind of your journey of what got you to where you are today. So what was it that prompted you to want to become a life coach? Well, originally, my degrees and training were as a therapist. Uh, got my bachelor's in psych, master's in social work, and started working in the addictions field. And worked in the addictions field for 15 years as, as a therapist, as an administrator, with children, their families, adults, everybody and anybody with addiction problems. And it was a very frustrating field because it was kind of doing the same thing louder, harder, faster, and sometimes with fewer resources. As the years went by, when managed care came along, they wanted us to condense treatment, make it into something it, it couldn't be done any faster. And we had no other tools. And in and honestly, being trained as a therapist, I got a lot of information, great information about human dynamics, uh, the, the mind, but no real tools to actually apply to help people change other than listening, reflecting, understanding where they were coming from. And so from that and a personal experience with neurolinguistic programming, getting rid of a phobia I had, that's what sparked me to then become a coach and blend Things from neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, energy work. I particularly do Reiki and everything I'd picked up along the way and combined it to become a transformational life coach. I think one of the questions that we get asked a lot is, you know, what is the difference between going to a life coach and going to a therapist? Yes, I get that phone call quite a bit. <laughs> from my perspective. Now, again, I haven't been in the psych field, in the social work field now for 25 years. Since I moved here to the Twin Cities, I've been doing strictly coaching. But the difference from my perspective is in therapy, we, looked at, we look at what's happening in the human psyche. And yes, if someone studies social systems, they might look, bring a little bit of the sociological, cultural piece into it. But it's narrow. Psychology itself, in my opinion, is narrow. It only has a certain piece of the human explained out. And with NLP, hypnosis, all the other things that I went on and studied after that, I have a toolbox, a hefty toolbox 
to help people change values, beliefs, emotions, decisions, and not just by talking about it, but actually making internal imagery and decisions about what they want to be thinking about, how they want to behave, and being able to make concrete changes. So really going to the root of issues Mm -hmm. rather than just talking about them. After a while, everybody knows why they have this issue and that issue, but that doesn't mean it changes. You can talk with your friends at infinitum or your therapist about X, Y, and Z, and that doesn't mean you're going to leave there changed. First, you'll have insight, which is you know, a large percentage of what's necessary to make a change, because if you don't know something's not right, then you're not going to know to change it. But then the practical tools is what comes into the coaching. So, okay, how do I change this phobia I have? How do I change this belief that doesn't serve me? Like a common one is people feel they're not good enough. Mm -hmm. Well, from an NLP perspective, that's a belief that might not even be the person's. It might be a child observing a parent who feels that way and picks it up. And so it's not like there's no psychology in this. Of course there is. The two merge because NLP gives us a very vast and different understanding of the human mind and how it works, conscious, unconscious, and higher conscious, and how to actually work with it in a way that we can replace what we would call the human software, what makes us repeat our patterns and do the same thing over and over again (laughs) that we don't want. When we want it, then we call it excellence. And when we don't want it, we call it problems. (laughs) I like that. That's actually, I've never heard that explained like that before. So, so think about that. I mean, if, if you feel like I do my problems excellently, then you have a transferable skill. (laughs) (laughs) because then if you can do the problem excellently you could do the solution excellently and even consider this wouldn't a person need to know the solution the outcome to even know that they have a problem that they don't have it yes so thinking about that so the idea is the person already knows it's not right and they already know where they rather be then my job is to get them from point a to point b with what they have inside and around them, of course, resources, internal and external. As a, as a coach myself, um, I don't have a background in therapy, a, a background in mental health, but there are a lot of coaches now that I see who have come from a background in mental health and in um, psychology or social work or that type of thing. What do you think it is about coaching that really kind of interests people who have traditionally been in the mental health fields? That's a great question because I have trained over the years, numerous therapists, even a psychiatrist has come and taken my training, medical doctors. I mean, I've had people from all walks of life, stay home parents, you name it. I've seen it. Landscape architect, (laughs) people just wanting to change themselves and learn tools for helping others in whatever way, business, personal, spiritual, it doesn't matter. Can I just say, can I just say that I think that is amazing and so insightful of a landscape artist to say, I want to become a coach because when you're trying to help someone, that is a long-term relationship you have with the customer when you're working as a contractor or landscape artist. And there are so many things that you can help them with the tools that you gain as a coach. Mm -hmm. And so many ways that you can make that relationship so much better and stronger and uh, get your 
customer actually the outcome that they really want by knowing how to ask those questions. Yes, how to speak their language, ask the right questions, match up the product with the values in the sense of sales. You don't want to sell someone a car they don't want. You want to sell them the car they want. And everybody's happy. It's what they call the win-win in business. You got your car, the salesperson got their sale, everybody's happy. And then yes. you get referrals if you're the salesperson. And if you're the, the customer, you go back and buy a car from that guy or gal again. Mm-hmm. The reason I think many therapists jump over, probably similar to, to what I experienced, wanting more tools, wanting more, being able to bring in the metaphysical, the spiritual, and not that in, let's say in social work, we had biopsychosocial, you know, information. So we looked at people's biology, we looked at the social environment around them, and then we also looked at their psyche. But NLP and transformational life coaching goes beyond that because we're combining all that, but we have something that therapists don't have. They've told me themselves. I know myself. We're not given practical, actual tools. Yes, there are some specialties in therapy you can go into, like, you know, play therapy or music therapy, where then, of course, other things are brought in. But a straight, straight line therapist wouldn't have those. I'm hoping someday more of this will be incorporated and we can go lots of places with coaching or therapy. You have to stay also in the 50 minute therapeutic hour, right? Which is incredibly frustrating as a practitioner. Imagine somebody's on the brink of like, whoo, the biggest aha of their life. <laughs> and then suddenly time's up. We'll pick up here next week. Oh my God. I hated saying that. And I, disliked hearing that when I was myself, you know, in therapy as a young person. And so in coaching, it's more expansive. I'll work with someone an hour and a half, two hours, maybe even two and a half. Because if they're on the track, if things are clicking, and they're ready to do releases, why would I cut them off and expect that we're going to be able to like, pause and pick up there person's lived another week or two. Mm -hmm. They've changed already. They lost the, the groove that they were in, in terms of making that change. So that's expansive. And honestly, the insurance thing for people in private practice is very challenging. Company, insurance companies turn back you know, claims and it's a big shenanigan that you have to go through. So there's practical reasons. And then there's obviously the more therapeutic reasons that I believe is why people go into coaching. Yeah. You know, they both have such good qualities about them. You know, therapy is has great qualities about it as does coaching. But right. we know that all mental health professionals go into the profession because they want to help people. And this is another avenue for them to be able to do that too. So when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Martha and learn more about her programs and some of the other exciting things that she has coming up very soon. To learn more about the work Martha does, visit bluelotustraining.com. That's bluelotustraining.com. To read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple and Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. 
Green Tea Conversations. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and we are welcoming transformational life coach, Mirtha Solis of Blue Lotus Training and Consulting in Minneapolis. So just before the break, you were starting to kind of tell us a bit about your journey and helping us to understand what life coaching is. And uh, I know that you started as a life coach, and then that also kind of transpired into other things. So as a life coach, what was kind of your next part of your journey? Well, after deciding I didn't want to be in New York City anymore, working with addictions and that lifestyle, which is very difficult and challenging and intense work 24-7, myself and a colleague decided we want we had discovered all these other modalities and we wanted to leave New York and also start an institute to train other people in what we were already doing. And we loved it. And so we decided to start the Meta Institute in 1996, started in New York and then moved here shortly after and opened our doors here in 97. And then there we taught NLP separate, hypnosis separate, Reiki separate, all these separate certification programs and eventually realized, wait a minute, people, can't practice how we practice learning it this way, the way we learned it piecemeal. And so we decided to start what was then the therapeutic coaching program, which brought all these certifications together and then layered the information and the learning so that everyone could in a shorter amount of time, be able to do what we were doing. And I thought, wow, this is a great model to show people that maybe have different backgrounds that want to bring different toolboxes together in a really effective way. Mm -hmm. And so then uh, I owned the Meta Institute for 21 years, decided I needed a mental and physical break from running a a school. And so decided I was going to just focus on my practice, write some books and stop owning a school and doing all that. And then I was literally called regularly by people who had inquired about the program over the years and had never made it in. And they just were hounding me, literally hounding me and calling me every like three months. So did you decide yet? Did you decide? And I'd be like, no. And then finally, at one point, I'm like, okay. I said, maybe I'll teach the course, but not for certification. Mm -hmm. And I decided to open a school again. And there, um, as you know, Blue Lotus Training and Consulting, I opened in January of 2019 and called the class Transformational Life Coaching. And that's where I'm at now. So tell us a little bit about what transformational life coaching is. Well, it is a modality that is a combination of other modalities and my own personal experience, knowledge, other training for the last 40 years that I've been in the field of helping, helping people. And these are things that have worked over and over again with clients, with students, I taught 26 or 27 certifications courses before closing the Meta Institute. And now November 6th, I'm starting a new transformational life coaching program that will span over 23 months, uh, one weekend a month. And so that brings together neuro-linguistic programming, which is really the study of how the mind and language interact to produce behavior, how we code things in language, how we create the patterns in our mind and then actually keep them there as neural networks that our brain follows like a groove in the ice in the winter. 
our tires fall in there, we go and we're on that track till we stop, till it's over. Even when people say, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. I can't eat Twinkies anymore. Somehow mm -hmm. they find themselves eating Twinkies. Nothing personal against Twinkies, but, you know, as an example. And so it also combines some hypnosis. And again, not what you see in the movies, but all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So it's really about people exploring their unconscious mind, really being able to go deep inside themselves where I don't, I'm not the one doing it. They're doing it. I'm guiding it. If you go to Paris and you go on a tour, you're going to experience what the tour guide tells you, but you don't, they don't know what you're experiencing inside about what you see in Paris. Mm -hmm. So it's a very individual journey. And then I've taken stuff from the field of systems work, motivational coaching, um, work, we work a lot with values, beliefs, emotions, decisions, fears, panic, anxiety, phobias. So anything that ails humanity and understanding that communication has to be good in here before it could be good out here. And everything in our, in our reality involves some level of communication. Our body's communicating to us. Hey, you have to go to the bathroom. Hey, you have to eat. You have to drink water. We're communicating with our thoughts, our dreams, all that stuff. And then we're communicating out here. So imagine two people having a map of the world and each map of the world around the world is like a fingerprint. No two people have the same map. Mm -hmm. Now imagine being married 50 years, your map, his map, her map, whoever. And <clears throat> how, how do those two maps communicate without blaming, without judging, and without saying you have to do it my way? Right. I mean, right. Isn't that what is wrong with the world in general <laughs> is we all want our map imposed on someone else. And so really it's exploring what parts of the map aren't working for you and remapping it literally. And this is, you know, this is why coaching is so important. I think it just helps yeah. us to be able to think in a different way. It, it helps us to be able to, Really, you know, when we say we want to see someone else's perspective, it really helps us to, first of all, understand our own perspective and why we have it and where it came from, and then be able to say, maybe that other person's perspective has also been developed similar to the way mine has. Maybe it's completely different to, to the way mine has. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It just is. This is just what it is at this point. So exactly. tell us a little bit about, about the program that you have coming up. So in November, you are starting another coach certification program for transformational life coaching. It's 23 months and we meet one weekend a month. It used to be three-day weekends, but too hard for people to take Fridays off. And you do get a little like fried in the brain after three consecutive days of, of this kind of transformation. The class is very unique because it's all experiential. Everything I teach, I demonstrate, and then the students practice immediately and get feedback from all the staff that's there, including myself. That way we can tweak as we go. You know, Before the cement dries, we wanna make those adjustments. And so by the end of the 23 months, students have a vast toolbox they also have made incredible personal transformation because when you're trying on the processes and practicing with your partner, you're not role-playing. You're not using fake problems. 
Yes. Uh, usually when we come up with fake problems, they're really ours in disguise. <laughs> a friend of mine has this issue, <laughs> but we can't work on somebody else's problem. If that was the case, boy, then I don't know, people like you and I would be millionaires. We'd be helping people without them knowing and just cashing in on it. You know, when we come back, I want to dive into this more and really talk about some of the different classes that people are going to go through, some of the different skills that they're going to learn. But for those who want to learn more about the work that Mirtha does and to register for the coach certification program, visit bluelotustraining.com. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Green Tea Conversations. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with transformational life coach, Mirtha Solis of Blue Lotus Training and Consulting right here in Minneapolis. So just before the break, Mirtha, you were starting to tell us about your coaching certification program that you have, and you were kind of telling us a little bit about kind of touching on a few of the different topics that you cover in the program. Let's take a little bit deeper dive into neuro-linguistic programming, because I think that's something that makes your program really unique. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a lot of other programs. Tell us how NLP really can help people with uh, maybe some of the different things that it does help people with, help people to be able to overcome. Well, NLP has a lot of unique qualities to it, but it studies subjective experience. So how do we create this map of the world that I mentioned before and how that interacts with other maps? So it involves communication. It involves visual calibration, auditory calibration, energetic calibration. In other words, measuring, noticing the differences that make the difference in how a person is speaking about the problem versus how they're speaking about the outcome. We can't talk with the same physiology when we're sad and happy. When we're sad, our body, you know, coils on itself. When we're happy, we're generally, our shoulders are expanded and we're looking up, our voice goes up. And so we look at physiology, we look at patterns. I'm always looking for the pattern. What is the thread that connects all these issues the person's having? That if I can pull that thread with them, all the issues are gone rather than having to go one issue per issue per issue, because, you know, things play out in lots of areas. So it's like if a bicycle wheel was the problem, do we want to take it apart spoke by spoke or do we want to pop the hub and make the whole wheel collapse? Mm -hmm. And so NLP looks at issues that way. And then we learn about how to listen in language for how the person is coding the problem and how to listen for all these internal filters that a person has inside of them operating, values, beliefs, emotions, decisions, uh, memories, language, upbringing, everything, to understand how their map of the world is put together and then make the intervention in those deep spots so that the person doesn't have to manage a phobia or manage a fear or manage anxiety or manage negative beliefs they can just change them and then have the ones they prefer, mm. which puts the person in charge of their bus. They're driving the bus. 
And in the program, we also have students after they've worked in class with each other and practice with each other, then they also have to find at least four clients to work with outside of class where they bring the whole process together and help that person with whatever issue that person presents. So it's not like what we're teaching in class, oh, this technique is good for beliefs. Instead, the person is greeting the client and saying, how can I help you? And then educating them and then helping them make that change. And then they submit that for evaluation and feedback from myself and the other instructors. So you said the program is 23 weeks long, 23 weekends? 23 weekends, one one weekend a month, basically. And this is all in person? That is my hope. That is my <laughs> we'll see what, 20, what November brings us. Huh? <laughs> we will see what November brings us. Actually, one of the reasons I pushed it out was to just give a little more time for things to show themselves. Yes. Uh, the last class I ran, I did do a few weekends on Zoom because we were in the middle of a class when the pandemic hit. So we continued on Zoom and then got a chance to finish in person, which was really nice. Oh, good. So either way, you are going to have the program. It'll be just kind of decided which way you're going to go with it once you know more in November. So there's 23 weekends that they do, and then it's like 500 hours of training in total, correct? Yeah, so about 350, you know, in the classroom, and then the other 150 is assignments and these case studies, seeing these clients for multiple sessions and writing them up and submitting them. So I can get a bird's eye view because I can't sit in everybody's session and I don't want people recording. It's just too complicated. And then it teaches the student too how to write up the case and how to express what they're doing with the client. And then I read all of them and then the student receives written and, and verbal feedback. So then when people graduate, the phenomena that happens with so many incredible courses is people finish and they don't know how to apply it. Right. They don't know where to start. That happened to me with all these courses I took. I was like, okay, I was a therapist. How do I make this transition? I don't know where to begin. Well, we teach all that in the class, even how to do a, a thorough assessment to discover the map, that, that person's map of the world. And And having four cases before you graduate that you've received feedback on is fantastic because then no one can say, I haven't seen a client yet, a real client. No, you have. You've seen four, in fact, and you've seen your successes and you've seen the tweaks. And now it's easier to start that way when you have a template of, okay, these are some of the important things to share with your client. And these are important questions to ask your client. And then the rest is unique to the individual. So it is not a cookie cutter program, which for some people that's frustrating because they want to know, how do I work with a smoker? Tell me what to do. Yeah. It's like, no, there isn't no script for how to work with this type of issue or that type of issue because every person's different. Exactly. And how it's organized in their brain is completely different. And it's joining mind, body, spirit. So we're not just focused on the mind. We're focused on everything, including energy, because energy precedes everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's all part of the package. And there are so many different things. So you, we talked about NLP. You touched a bit on, on the um, hypnosis. And then what, what about systems theory? What is systems theory? So that's looking at all the systems that we're part of and that are part of us. 
so of course we're not doing anatomy and physiology, but think of the human is a system already, a system of systems. <laughs> even in our mind, we have the conscious mind, the unconscious mind, the higher conscious mind. So even that's a system, our body, circulatory, respiratory, you know, endocrine, so on and so on. And so systems, then we belong to a million, our family, our schooling, our spiritual or religious communities, our community in general, our country, and so on and so on. If we belong to an organization, that system. So now how do the systems interact with the other system? So it's taking what the students learn to do with individuals and now apply it to couples, families, organizations, and whatever other systems they choose to work with. So we talk about things like group process, the life of a group. So how do you run even the system of a classroom? How do you want a, a classroom for optimal learning and transformation? And so on and so on. So that's the piece of systems work. We also cover um, the applications of principles of quantum physics to language to help transform behavior. That well, is help, cool. help our listeners to understand what quantum physics is. If they haven't, oh. they may have been able to hear it, but maybe not understand it. This is my take. This is not, please, whoever listens to this, do not <laughs> quote me on that. Um, it is where science and spirituality meet. So it's looking beyond just the closed sciences to more open, broader perspective. The more is going on. Even in quantum physics, they prove that, oh, experimenters will get the results based on what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to prove that light is a wave, you will see that. And you're looking to prove that light is a particle, you will see that too, because it is both. <laughs> so, you know, it kind of expands things. And then now applying some of those principles to language. So language can break up its own box and help a person shift what they're saying in their head. Well, we really need that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It. <laughs> yes, it really does go to uh, whatever we believe, whatever we think is happening is what we are creating. It's what, you know, that's why people can live in, in two different worlds. We can you and your spouse could have a completely different viewpoint about what's happening in the world today yeah. based on what you what you're thinking about it. Yeah. What are your emotions behind it? What are the fears that are coming into this? Yeah. And when we don't know that candy, what happens is we create judgment. Mm -hmm. And when we have judgment, then people get pissed off at each other. And then then we have a 50% divorce rate or however yeah. high it is these days, probably more since the pandemic. Um, so there is a lot to be said about understanding our model of the world, like you said earlier, so that we can then know where we end and others begin and what the difference is. And if we know that someone's different because that's just how they were built, we don't have to take personal the fact that they, they think differently than us. It's nothing to do with us. There yeah. are people that are paying that much attention. You're paying always, attention to see if we're paying attention to them. <laughs> I always remember that when I was in college, uh, my psychology instructor explaining to us, people don't care about you as much as you think they do. You know, and that's why you have two teenagers getting ready for prom. And they're, you know, the boy is cleaning his car and making sure he's, he's shaved and clean and smells good. And she is fixing her hair and doing her nails and doing everything. And then they see each other and they're both like, 
why isn't that person saying to me <laughs> how great I look? Why isn't that person? Because mm-hmm. people don't care about you as much as you think they do. We're thinking about ourselves and it's just a human thing that we do. <laughs> exactly. When people say walk in someone's shoes, you can walk in their shoes, but you're only going to know how their shoes feel on your feet. You don't know how their shoes feel on their feet because it's not the same feet. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. So what do you think is the biggest takeaway that people get from your program? No one leaves the way they come in for the better. So the reason I use the tagline I do at Blue Lotus, blossom into your best self, is because no matter what the student comes in thinking they're there for, they want to be certified to legitimize things they already know or learn other tools, or they're there for personal transformation, they leave with both. You can't, it's inevitable. If you allow the information to come in and try it on, your life will change. And then that's a ripple effect. You know, if we change, the whole mobile moves. Yes. And we affect the systems we're in. We affect our family, our partner, our children, our community, the place of employment, our customers, whatever it is. And then that continues on and on. We don't even know how far that change will go in the Mm -hmm. end. It is. I love that. Blossom into your best self. So for people who want to learn more about the work that Martha does and to register for the coaching certification program, visit bluelotustraining.com. To read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple and Google Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with transformational life coach, Mirtha Solis of Blue Lotus Training and Consulting in Minneapolis. So just before the break, you were telling us about the program and uh, giving us some ideas of some of the things that people learn when they come into it. So one of the things that I think we like to know is, especially as adult learners who maybe haven't been in the classroom for a long time, give us an idea of what it's like the first day coming into the coaching program. That's a very important question because I do get people from age 18 to 70 something taking this course and people come in, like you said, with anxieties about, oh my God, I haven't taken a test in 40 years or 20 years or 10 years and I wasn't a good student. And so really trying to teach them about learning styles. I use all the learning styles in class, visual, auditory and experiential, the hands-on, the kinesthetic. 40% of the learners out there in the world are kinesthetic learners, the hands-on people. Mm -hmm. So imagine as we get up in regular education, higher education, there's less and less hands-on and more and more lecture or videos or whatever we're doing these days (laughs) in classrooms. And so we, I want people to use all of their senses when they're in class. So really lighting up all the senses, use even things as using colored markers to write on the board so that it's lighting up the chakras, it's lighting up the neurology, 
It's using right brain and left brain. So we're learning on a multidimensional level rather than just a linear level, like memorizing facts. Mm -hmm. This is not a memorization course. Yes, you will have to remember some terminology, but it's really how do you apply everything and put it together and helping the adult learner know that they're going to trust their unconscious mind, which is the one that's really learning. We think we learn with our conscious mind. We learn with our unconscious mind. We're learning things even when we don't know we're learning them unconsciously. No one sits a child in a classroom and says, now this is how you talk and this is how you walk. They learn through experience. They babble, they copy mom and dad, they stand up, they fall down, we clap and they're happy and they keep trying to then master walking and then running. And so adults think, hey, just because you're an expert at a million things doesn't mean that when you hear something new, you're not kind of at the bottom of the scale of being, oh, I don't know about this. I don't expect people to come in knowing everything they're there to learn. Otherwise, why would they take the course? (laughs) (laughs) That would be silly just to hang out with me. That'd be fun, but not necessary. There's other ways. (laughs) It really is true, though. I mean, I think especially as an adult, we want to we want to put on this persona that we we have the answers or we know the answers to it. And when we can let that go and be able to be open to the process of learning, it, it's just so much more beneficial. And as somebody who I was an adult learner, I went back to college as an adult. Uh, so I was almost 30 when I went back to college and it was the most enlightening thing I've ever done. I, I wouldn't have had that same experience had I done it at 18. It just wasn't the same time in my life. So I highly recommend people, like we said before, you know, at the beginning of the show, there's so many things that you can use life coaching skills for beyond actually starting your own business and becoming a life coach. It can make you a better leader. It can make you a better business owner. It can make you a better mom or a better dad or a better community member, whatever the case might be. So it really is for anyone who is interested in in learning some new skills and learning some new ways of being. Exactly. Exactly. Where there's humans and there's communication, the skills apply. Better at anything, even sales, anything. And not to be like a shady salesperson, like fast talker, not that kind of stuff. It has to be genuine, has to be ethical, uh, with integrity. This is not about manipulating people. There are places and people who use NLP as a tool to manipulate or be shady with stuff. This is not this class. Believe me, if you've ever heard of that type of NLP, that is not what I teach. People are a choice. It's challenged by choice. If they want to practice something and learn it and experience it. And if they don't, then no one is pushed to be somewhere they're not ready to be. And the adult learner Once the adult learner realizes they're using their whole mind to learn, then it opens up a whole other world and people realize, oh my God, I do know what's going on. I do see what, what I learned in the class. I saw it in my kids today, or I saw it at work with a coworker and it's powerful because we learn to read people and not read them to invade their privacy, but read them to understand them better. Because who the heck doesn't want to be understood? (laughs) And to be more empathetic, to be able to understand another person's perspective, not like you said, not to manipulate them, but to be able to understand why they may be approaching you in the way that they're approaching you or, you know, something may be happening 
um, that's making you uncomfortable. And then you can say, well, now why is this making me uncomfortable too? Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I, I always laugh about when I was going through my coaching certification myself, I had said to my to the person who was training us over the period of time, I said, I am so sick of thinking about myself. I mean, honestly, I'm so sick of sick of thinking about why I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> but it really does help. <laughs> yes. yes. And NLP has often been referred to as the how-to psychology. You know, psychology asks a lot of why, why, why. And why is a dangerous word? Because mm -hmm. when you ask why, you build roots. It grounds people deeper into what they're answering the why for. So if we're asking, why are you depressed? We're grounding that depression. As the person answers it, they're grounding it. Instead, in NLP, we ask what, how, how are you doing that? Not why. Why gives us the motivation behind something, but it doesn't tell us how it's put together, which means then we don't know how to take it apart. So for people who want to really delve in and begin to learn about themselves and have an incredible experience, I just highly, highly recommend uh, looking at your program and joining you in November. Do you have a start date? Yes, November 6th and 7th will be our first weekend. I have the schedule for the next two years. I even have backup weekends in case of, you know, Minnesota winter yeah, there's so, all those things, right? <laughs> all those things we have to think about when <laughs> scheduling and, and or pandemics or, you know, things of that nature. And the schedule is available and I have a description of the program. I can email people. And certainly I always like to have students meet with me so that we can see if it's a good match. I don't want someone spending money on a course that's not for them. And I selfishly want students that are motivated and want to be in the course. So be sure to check that out if you're interested in learning more about what Martha does, or if you would like to sign up for the coaching certification program, and that website is bluelotustraining.com. Thank you, Martha, for being with us today. We sure appreciate your time. Thank you, Candy, for doing this amazing show that is bringing lots of information to people. And thank you for joining our conversation today as we awaken to natural health. To learn how your business can be featured on an upcoming episode of Green Tea Conversations, call 763-270-8604. Again, that number is 763-270-8604. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and I am wishing for you a lovely day. Lovely Lovely day, 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 lovely day